Welcome to the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Well, hello, you sick, twisted freak. Welcome to the program. Hey, if you happen to be living in blue states, I've got good news for you. Daddy's here to take care of you. They've got a few new rules because you could hurt yourself or have a boo-boo. And it's just going to make your life that much easier and safer, quite frankly. Uh, And it's going to help the workers, too. So we'll get into those in just a second. First, Jace Medical. Do you remember a time when vital medications didn't get rationed in the United States? I mean, it used to be something that happened in other countries. Didn't happen here. You know, I don't know what changed. This is one reason why you need to have the Jace case on hand. It's a personalized emergency medication kit that contains five essential antibiotics, which treat the most commonly and deadly bacterial infections. Customizable, dozens of add-on medications available. You can choose one of the best that, you know, fit you and your family's needs. They even have ivermectin as an add-on option. I don't know why you would want that. Uh, Jace is really simple. You go online, you fill out a form, then you get a prescription, life-saving medications delivered right to your door. You can have a year's worth. Imagine if there's a problem. I have two girls that have seizures. Imagine if I can't get their seizure medication uh, because there's a breakdown. I gotta have that stuff. Please look into Jace Medical, jacemedical.com, jacemedical.com. Enter the promo code PREPARED at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code PREPARED at jasemedical.com. Yeah. Hello, Stu. Glenn, how are you? Happy New Year. Oh, my goodness. My goodness. I'm just great. You know what's going to be really great is when we can just all stay in our homes and not go anywhere. You know, because we won't have to, Mm. you know, because it's so dangerous out there. So dangerous outside. Have you noticed that? Everybody in my house over the holidays was sick. Where do you think they got that? Outside. 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 Other people. Exactly right. Eliminate the whole other people thing from our lives. Everything would be so much better. And, you know, in Davos, there's probably somebody saying that Mm. uh, in just the next couple of weeks. If we just get rid of all the people, uh, we wouldn't have problems with people. Uh, anyway, um, there's a couple of things the uh, the governors around our country are, are doing to make your life just that much better. Uh, let's start in California because Gavin Newsom isn't done yet. Uh, he just signed a bill into law and uh, it goes into uh, effect in April. Uh, it is uh, fast food chains, national fast food chains that operate in California, have to pay their employees a minimum of $20 per hour. Now, that the minimum wage in California is $16, but they're moving it up to $20 an hour. I, Glenn, did you, I thought about this reading some of these stories about the minimum wage increases, because they're all over the country yeah. in 2024. Sure. Don't you remember when we had the conversation about a $15 minimum wage? Yes. And 
it we was said. treated as a Bernie Sanders fever dream, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. it was like, okay, Bernie Sanders, Democrats mm-hmm. were saying, okay, Bernie Sanders is saying that, but we're, no one's really considering $15 an hour. Then mm-hmm. like Seattle did it mm-hmm. and like Portland did it. And mm-hmm. everyone's like, gosh, that was crazy. Can you believe that? And then, and her- and then they watched those restaurants yeah, leave. move. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, now... 20, the, yeah. No, $20 is is $20. We said we said at the time, why not make it 20? 25, 30. Hell, why what? not make it $100 an hour? What is your limiting principle here? Correct. Correct. Uh and we said that they're not going to you're going to get the increase passed to you as a best case scenario. And all of those people, and I know this is a small business person, when my dad couldn't afford to uh, have help because egg prices, he was a baker, egg prices went up or whatever happened, he had to let go the staff that was doing all of the work on cleaning and everything else, and he hired me for a quarter. <laughs> okay? That's what they do. They, can't, they, they just can't print money like the United States of America. Uh, of course, they said uh, that it would protect the fast food workers. Uh, unfortunately, there's been a little announcement from major uh, a major corporation, uh, Pizza Hut. Uh, they've decided that they're going to lay off all of their delivery drivers. And they say, well, I mean, why should we pay for that? Because you can just go through DoorDash or Grubhub or Uber Eats. Which leads you to two things. Okay, great. But now I pay for that delivery where I didn't pay for it before. So you're getting it in the end. You now have to pay for delivery instead of Pizza Hut bringing it to you. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it opens up the door for, well, now, wait a minute. All of these drivers have been left off. Maybe we should regulate DoorDash and Grubhub and Uber oh, yeah. Eats. It's, an, it's a fascinating plan, yep. right? Yep. And, you know, the from a consumer perspective, who do you blame when you're annoyed with the delivery fees? You blame Grubhub or DoorDash, not Pizza Hut. Correct. So. And why would you blame Pizza Hut? You should blame Gavin Newsom. Right. You should. Though, it's interesting, and this is a, a hack to our system that Democrats have not actually exploited as much as you'd think over the years and they are learning that they should exploit it and that the minimum wage is one of the most popular policy proposals in our discourse i mean usually i mean there's a poll from uh, last year in may 74 percent of voters support raising uh the federal minimum wage and as much to 20 dollars an hour again people generally Excuse look me. at the minimum wage as we should be nice to poor people that's how that, that's how people translate that. Right now, you can bring up all the economic arguments in the world, and they don't. You mean care. the actual math? The actual math. What yeah. actually happens to people? How it hurts the exact same people you're trying to help? All that is true, but when you ask people about it, they don't process it that way. So, what happens when you raise the minimum wage? I mean, it's a think about this brilliance from the democratic perspective. You raise it to twenty dollars an hour. Well, what happens? First of all, you get uh, a bunch of people who are maybe making. 14 15 16 dollars an hour to get more money and supposedly that that uh, is uh it works with what you believe I, I don't know if the democrat party really uh cares cares but set that aside for a second what you do is you force a bunch of people who are on the verge of needing you into definitely needing you as a government right mm-hmm. you're translating these people you're taking them from people who are making it on 15 bucks an hour maybe not with with lavish vacations and wonderful new cars but getting by 
and you turn them into people who can't get by without your help. Then you get to regulate DoorDash, Grubhub, Uber, all these other things, places where people go to work. You get to regulate them because now they're just part of the economy. And you can increase the benefits that go from the government to these people because, look, there's all these new people that are unemployed because of these evil corporations. And you do that by implementing a policy that is overwhelmingly popular, not only with Democrats, but also Republicans. That is uh, it's something that people really need to wake up to because they're going to start doing this to ridiculous extents across the country. Yeah, they're not going to. So let's move on. Okay. Uh, California also initiating a new law today. Now, imagine you're you have a, you know, toy store or a toy center in your house or in your your business. OK, you're. You're in the business at all of selling toys. Okay. I mean, could be marginal, mm-hmm. but that's part of your product line. Uh, today, it begins. They will fine any retailers if they don't sell gender-neutral children toys in their store. They have to be clearly marked and sectioned, and stores that refuse to comply will face a $250 penalty for the first violation and $500 penalty for every uh, subsequent uh, offense. Oh, and the law also pertains to, quote, any product designed or intended by the manufacturer to facilitate sleep, relaxation, or the feeding of children, or to help children with sucking or teething. So it has to because it's not clothing, right? They don't have to have a special no, clothing it's or toys, just but toys. Then the so wait, sleep, like, so relaxation, you, feeding of children, and help children with sucking or teething. That is disturbing. That's a disturbing line. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> disturbingly specific. Mm-hmm. Like how they put a lot of thought into that. But like, what does that mean? So like, you have a section currently, right, where you have a bunch of toys that are together mm-hmm. from boys and girls. Mm-hmm. Then you have to have a not, separate section section right like so you're not like you're you're giving options to kids who are supposedly transgendered or non-binary or whatever the hell they're promoting this week but you, you it's no, because, they can't even be in the same section with because, other kids because it's not the point the mm-hmm. children not the point it is to make a statement this store will comply there were many many stores back in the 1930s over in a foreign land okay that uh a lot of people were not with the nazi party they weren't with it Mm -hmm. but they put the nazi flag up in their store window because they didn't want trouble right okay that's all this is we have a special what non-binary what the hell is this calling for uh, gender neutral children toys imagine seeing that what do you think you immediately know this store caved. That's that's all this is. This is muscle. Wow, I, I, it's, it seems so. Like uh, what? Uh, again, this isn't about the customers. You have to remind yourself it's not about the customers because customers would be like, "Where? What am I do? Where am I going?" Like when you go into a store, let's say you have a daughter who really likes sports, right? Maybe isn't consistent with uh, the typical gender sure. stereotypes, sure. right? You just go buy the things they like. 
Uh-huh. Right. That's as a parent, you say, okay, well, they 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 like uh, basketball, so I'm going to buy her a basketball. You don't necessarily need to go to a girls section, girls sports section, to find the basketball. I, they have different sizes for girls, but using this as an example, they're going to be right next to the other basketballs, and you're going to say, this is girls basketball. You're going to go buy that. Now these people are going to go to these sections, and then in theory, go to another separate section. Mm-hmm. where there is a well marked section a well marked section yeah have to be clearly marked and sectioned and how long until they say this is essentially segregation you're taking these poor non-binary kids and making them have their own section they're going to just none of this well, stuff well, makes any sense what was segregation really all about what was segregation really truly all about I mean, it was about a lot of things, um, but it was about certainly uh, racism, skin color, uh, power, right? A, a sign of power. I, I would say mainly power. I mean, mm-hmm. racism, obviously, but right. that is a function of I want to be powerful over somebody else. Sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what was segregation? It was teaching people mm-hmm. you are not good enough to walk through this door. Mm-hmm. These people are. Okay, Mm -hmm. so whenever you saw whites only, you were reinforcing, you were teaching the public without ever saying blacks are inferior. I'm only saying whites only. (laughs) Right. (laughs) That's all I'm saying. This wasn't a good argument, but this is what they were trying to. It was only Mm -hmm. about power and reinforcing the doctrine of the people in power. Mm -hmm. That's all it is. And that's all this is. Little section toy store, if these are non-gender, uh, you know, or gender-neutral toys. Why? I, I, go, I go to Walmart. I no, go down, no I see preventing you from buying a toy for the other gender, right? right. Like, you, you make the decision. When it comes this, to toys, you're making... This is not life-changing surgery. You, when it comes to toys, you're making the decision you want to make for your kids. Wow. Can you stop bringing up gender surgery? Okay? I mean, gender is fluid, but the discussion is not. Wait, what? Hmm? Gender is fluid, but the discussion is not. So we're not allowed to have this. We're not allowed. We needed a national conversation. No, No, gender is the only thing that is fluid. (laughs) Conversation about it is not. All right, back in just a second. Uh, I have some good news. Um, I know you you uh, thought you were going to have to use that second-rate real estate agent who barely knows what he's doing this year. But you can make the biggest transaction of your life, financial transaction of your life, uh, and you can do it without a state of wondering or fear. Real estate agents I trust is going to set you up with not just a good agent in your area, but the one we think is the best agent in your area. If you're moving to a different town or a different state, how do you find them? We'll hook you up with the best agent in that area. Look, buying and selling a home is, was hard before the housing market went crazy. There is so much work, so much rests on you being in contact with the right people to do everything that needs to be done, both on the selling and the buying side. Years ago, we started Real Estate Agents I Trust, and we have been going strong and great, uh, um, gaining steam, uh, unbelievably so, ever since. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Go there now. Realestateagentsitrust.com. 10 seconds, station ID. Okay. You point out, Glenn, this 
the way things are turning right now with all of this, there was a one situation in Ohio that we should hit and not let pass by where the governor, Republican governor of Ohio, mm-hmm. vetoed a law that basically would have done what a bunch of other states have done on the Republican side. Say, hey, uh, you can't have gender surgeries. You can't have all yeah, these crazy gender treatments. You can't have boys play in girls sports. All Hold the- it. Just a second. If I'm not mistaken, there is a difference here. Okay. Uh, isn't DeWine the one that took the money from the gender hospital? Yeah. There, yes, there was. Okay, so there were special interests involved in this one. That's so what that's makes a, this so different. It's still. special. It yeah, makes it it's special. special. That it's special, special. interest. Yes. Now, I don't know. He, what did he take? $40,000, I yeah, think. I don't know if that's enough. I don't know. I mean, it was know. enough for Martha Stewart to go to prison. Let's just remember that. <laughs> that's true. Wow. Yeah. Which is bizarre. Bizarre. Uh, but uh, I don't, sometimes I, 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 I find that explanation lacking because you know, people get a lot of money from a lot of different places, and mm-hmm. that might be—it might be the it reason. It might be, but I, I mean, I think more than that, it's 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 this very squi- it's squishiness. Yeah, uh, I mean, over this topic. Look, here's the deal, Dwayne. It's clear you're a whore. We just don't know what the price is. <laughs> it could okay. be, it could be money, though. I think it, I think money is a more innocent explanation, <laughs> frankly. <laughs> I think the fact that he just wants to enrich himself personally yeah. would make me feel a little, a little warmer better. about yeah. the situation. Yeah, like, okay, okay. Yeah. He's, just, right. he's trying to get Look, a new vacation a, house. All right, we all understand he's that. He's just a poor working girl. He can decide <laughs> yeah. what he wants to do. And, you know, if you have to you mangle a couple of kids to get it, you know, it's <laughs> a third bedroom. We need That's the right. extra. We need the we pool. Yeah, um, I agree. So, so I, yeah. if it was just that, I, I, I th- find it to be worse than that. I mean, like, you know, here's a guy who is really, you know, against the freedom movement when it came to COVID, for example. This is one of the things he's well known for. He was uh, very bad on COVID for a Republican governor. Mm-hmm. And um, he, so obviously he, this idea that he just wants to keep you alone with your health care decisions is absurd. Absurd. Like, I, it's the exact opposite of everything he's known for. Mm-hmm. Right. But in this one case, he's just like, I just feel like parents should be able to say kids can be, you know, mutilated and mutilated <laughs> at, at, a, at the whim of the nutty parents. Of course, that's OK. I don't know if you want to chain your kids to the basement and the radiators. Uh, that's fine. Parental choice. We're yeah. all super libertarians here. <laughs> Come on. OK. Another new law out of california uh it starts today if you're an employer in california you cannot ask your employees about their marijuana consumption outside of the workplace so you can't necessarily smoke pot on the job no yet and you cannot penalize employees if they test positive for marijuana unless they're actively high at work at work so I, I, you know, and I don't know. How do you? How do you? How do you know? You're actively high. No, oh, yeah. I, I, wow. No. I mean, how do you? We work in the entertainment field. Everyone around here is high. Everybody. Okay. So here's the problem. Here's the problem with this. It seems kind of reasonable. It seems kind of reasonable now. You know. You're kind of like, well, yeah, as long as they're not high at work. <laughs> you know what I mean? That, and that's the way most people are going to look at it. Well, yeah. I mean, if they want to smoke dope, you know. But I mean, I mean, there's a part of me that that has some sympathy right. for this. I, 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 I know. I, I know. I, you know, again, I don't I, know. I don't 
I don't, right. I, we, it's still federally We've, illegal. We do realize this, right? No. Like everyone's like, oh, it's legal now. Not no, it's really. Not. Like it's actually still against federal law. Yeah. Um, but, but, but again, like I, I, you know, I kind of feel the same way of like, well, you know, if you're tweeting something, should you be fired from your job? Pretty much. No. I mean, well, there, I there shouldn't are exceptions have, honestly, to that maybe, but I shouldn't have been fired from my job. I was never drunk at work, but I was drunk for 21 hours out of the day. But like we start firing people who are drunk 21 hours a day. There's, there's nobody no, left. left in the workforce. Right. This is California. <laughs> you start firing people who are smoking pot. There's nothing left. But like, I, I don't think that. Uh, and this is a, it's a strange thing to say, but I don't think that, like a functioning alcoholic, if you were drinking at home and coming in and doing a good show every day, you shouldn't be fired for right. drinking shouldn't at home. Be. I mean, that's no, your, shouldn't it's be. your own bad personal choice. Correct. Now, if you're doing something illegal at home, which marijuana is, there's a different maybe argument, but still, like generally speaking, I think that's, you should I'm keep with yourself. Like I said, this one kind of, it just is like, we're lowering the standards, right. you know, we're having to pass a law that says, hey, there's a really big problem with people being fired because they're smoking pot. You know, maybe we should look at it that way just a bit because I don't necessarily have a problem with the law. The Glenn Beck Program. It's just really sad. Hey, I gave um, my uh, my whole family, Berna. Did, do you remember the gun I brought in? Yes. It is my, my, my uh, second oldest daughter, who is not a fan of guns, she was like, you're giving me a gun for Christmas? And I said, yes, I am, except it's not a gun. It, I mean, it looks just like it, but it is a, it's a gas-powered launcher, uh, tear gas, kinetic deterrence, 60-foot um, range. So you, you're not going to kill anybody with it, but you, you can hit them with a pretty hard, it won't break the skin, but it, it, I mean, it hurts. Uh, and 60, uh, 60 feet away, you can shoot tear gas. Mm. And it's nasty-ass tear gas. Uh, I got it for every, every member of the family. And I told Tanya yesterday, I said, I want to see this in your purse, honey. I put this in your purse. Burna, B-Y-R-N-A, B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Glenn. Get 10% off your uh, purchase right now. And you can get 30 bucks off Blaze TV right now by using the code Glenn Plus. Just go to blazetv.com slash Glenn, the code Glenn Plus. So just going into, uh, you know, some of the uh, goings on in, uh, in, in blue states where the governors are just going to make it better for you all around. Safer. I mean, you're not going to run around the house with a knife or a stick. You can put an eye out with that. Uh, and the state knows. And uh, they want to take care of you on this. And now Whitmer, uh, another just safety first uh, kind of uh, governor, uh, she signed in the Clean Energy and Climate Action Package, uh, which will make the state 100% carbon neutral by 2040, which I think is great. Um, there won't be any employment there uh, or any any real homes that are not, you know, covered with people who are either wildly rich and comfortable or extremely poor and cold. 
Um, but uh, she signed that in. It's going to require all of the state's utilities to increasingly source from green energy. The bill says that you can use solar and wind power. Now, I built a house off the grid. And uh, I use solar and wind power. And I have spent enormous sums of money trying to make it work. No. 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 It won't work. It won't. It's just unreliable. It's unreliable. Okay. It is absolutely unreliable. You can, I mean, can you, if I were trying to uh, put this company on solar or wind, there's no way. We'd be off the air three times a week. It's absolutely unreliable, and it is so eye-bleed expensive. If you're doing a big project, there's no way. If you want to offset some, you know, put some solar panels on your roof and, you know, I don't know, be able to make a cup of tea, great. Some of the solar panels, you can actually sell it back to the grid. Good. Good for you. But this is not, this is, this is one of those things that you're like, oh, good for you. This is not like you're going to do this or else. Because it, it doesn't work. And wind power is an absolute joke. An absolute joke. This is a, I had a wind turbine at the house. Uh, it was uh, attacked by some cattle. And uh, it was, wait, it was a yeah. How? Mm-hmm. What happened to the well, wind turbine? I, I don't know. Uh, maybe. Maybe one of them was trying to mate with. I don't know exactly, okay. mm-hmm. but it came down. You know how long it took us to uh, recognize <laughs> that we lost all of our wind power? No. How long? I have no idea. Don't know when that thing came down. <laughs> I have absolutely no idea. It makes that big of a difference. It makes that big of a difference. Now, in Wait, Il- why mm-hmm. were your cattle mating with a... I don't, I'm not a farm guy, it's, uh, per se, <laughs> so maybe I don't it's understand. There's not a lot of cows, you know... Where okay. my cows were kept, and you know, they were like, and was, I kind of, you know, they don't seem to be real choosy, okay, you know, mm-hmm. and the female cow doesn't, I mean, just just eats during it, you know, just, oh. ah, he's on me again. I mean, it's romantic lifestyle, it is mm-hmm. rom- the farmer's life, romance. All the way, Mm. all the way. Uh, In Illinois, a new law going into effect on January 1 will allow non-citizens to become police officers and sheriffs. So, Illinois, you got that going for you. Now, I'm noticing a trend here on some of these laws. Let's see. the California, Michigan, Illinois. Okay, well. Uh, Landlords also in Illinois going to be required under state law to rent or sell property to non-citizens and illegal aliens beginning today. Uh, And by the way, if you're an illegal alien, you're also going to be able to obtain a standard driver's license uh, starting, you know, wow, just around election uh, time and mid 2024. So. Now you won't need that to vote, of course. No, <laughs> you, no. You'll have a. You could go in and vote, and they just have to bring anything. But we don't have to stop you for anything at the border. No, and we don't even have to verify that. Yes, those crying children are your children. We're not going to ask you for no, nothing. Too much. Too much. Too much. Uh, beginning January first, Illinois also is shutting off state funding for public and school libraries that uh, 
ban books for political reasons, including books that promote LGBTQ uh, plus ideology, making the first state to enact uh, the law. Um, so it's, they are promoting this as a ban on book bans. Yes. But of course, these book bans aren't actually occurring. Correct. So it's a ban on something that has not really been banned. Yes. Mm -hmm. But we've got the bonfire burning. All I'm asking you to do is just (laughs) keep throwing stuff in. (laughs) Okay. In Colorado, a new law will go into effect beginning January 1st. Wow. Colorado, another state. What do these states have in common? A new law going into effect beginning today, banning certain single-use plastics, oh, God. like bags, and styrofoam cups, and takeout containers. So, they say that uh, these are typically less expensive than paper or biodegradable alternatives. Yeah, they're also better. They're also better. Uh, they do the job, you know? As much as I like taking... Uh, you know, uh, and using my paper towel holder, you know, the inside of the after I save those now for straws. <laughs> the only way you can get any, any liquid up. They have to be that wide. Yeah. And and they, they and it lasts for, oh, seconds before I, it just starts to degrade into whatever it is you're ingesting. I was at a restaurant this weekend that had uh, paper straws. Oh, I. And I was drinking out of one of them. First, it's a terrible experience. Like, it, it feels awful on your lips. It feels awful on your tongue. It, 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 the, the soda doesn't come up. And I was, I was drinking this, and I, I just started taking them out and asking for new ones every time it got the slightest bit difficult. Because, screw these people. I want to use 50 paper straws just to show them that they shouldn't be doing this. These no, they stupid restaurants. No, they won't learn. They, they cuz they don't care. It's not no, of course it's not about the climate. No, it's about again marking all of the toys and the toy mm-hmm. section. We're we've given up. We're not going to cause any problems even though most of our customers hate this. There's a few vocal people that want us to stop with plastic and we might even ourselves want to stop with plastic, but that's not why we're doing it. We're doing it now so we can tell everybody we've surrendered. Mm, it's, it's true. And it doesn't make any sense either. I, I was reading this uh, interview in the, it was a New York Times interview they did with some person who was talking about how to talk about climate. She has a new book out and she is concerned about the climate. Um, but her point is basically like, hey, like we should you know talk about the positive things that we could do, mm-hmm. but not necessarily yeah. freak everybody out mm-hmm. and in the book the, the interviewer asked in the book you have this category of things that we shouldn't stress about so much like using plastic straws or single-use plastic bags but isn't the person who says i'm going to care about those things more likely to display the political will that is needed than a person who says i don't care her response i'm clear in the book that i don't think we should use all sorts of plastic bottles and plastic straws but people stress too much about it it's an absolute disaster if they turn up to the supermarket and they don't have a recyclable bag they feel awful for the entire day because they're not doing their bit for the environment. It's just trying to take a little stress out of it so it feels less overwhelming. The other lens is, to it is based on this concept of moral licensing, where we feel like, oh yes, I avoided the plastic straw, I've got my bag, I can drive my gas-powered car and eat lots of meat. The risk is that people focus entirely on the small and miss the big stuff. And it's fascinating, first of all, that people really are like this. Like, people will go to a grocery store, forget their recyclable bag, and feel bad all day? 
What what yes. sort of psychosis is this? No, it's not. It's a religion. It is, yeah. It's a religion. Mm-hmm. You a have religion. sinned against the God yeah. of the planet. Mm-hmm. And so you should atone for that. Mm-hmm. You're, uh, he, the planet will never forgive me. This is a religion. And, 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 and it is a state-controlled religion. Mm-hmm. And the second part of it is 100% right. This moral licensing idea where you can sit there and say, well, I got my, pla- my, pa- my recyclable bag and I'm using these straws that don't work. Therefore, I'm a good boy and you're a bad boy because you're driving your gas-powered car yep. when everyone knows none of that makes a difference. The, the, the plastic straw one we've talked about was initially started by like a fourth grader yeah. who yeah. had a school report who mm-hmm. tried to come up with some number of how many straws we use, and the media picked it up as if it was real. It literally came from a student in, like, elementary school. Still quite quoted as Still the quoted source. as real. Yeah. Uh, all right, back in just a second. I've been telling you now about Legacy Box for quite a while. If you haven't used them yet to preserve your family's memories, get started on it right now. Use the new year as an excuse to get started. It is one resolution that you can keep easily, and it's one you will never, ever regret. Legacy Box is a simple and safe way to digitize your treasured videotapes, film reels, photos. They've helped over a million families do just that. Everything is done by hand right here in the U.S. by a team of professionals who know how important your memories are. So convert your media to digital copies. It'll be protected from floods and mold, fire, even the decay of time. Process is super easy. You just send in the legacy box filled with old VHS tapes, camcorder tapes, pictures, whatever, and they will hand digitize everything and then send it back to you, all the originals and a thumb drive or on the cloud or wherever you want the you want the uh, the copies, digital copies, high quality, preserve your past legacybox.com slash records. Legacybox.com slash records. Save 50% off when you preserve your past with Legacy Box. Legacybox.com slash records. This is the Glenn Beck Program. You know why we can't have reasonable discussions anymore on things is because some stories that you might go, well, I don't know exactly how I feel on that. You can't have a discussion on that one alone because that one story is not in a vacuum. It's all of the stories that come out every single day that show we are being dismantled and remember this. Millions of people will die from starvation, from cold. They will die if the people who have the radical climate agenda win. Millions will die. So you can't look at things in a vacuum. Here's a story. A new animal welfare law goes into effect today in California. And it has uh, mandates for space requirements for pigs, cows, and chickens. Um, And this includes the price of your eggs. So any meat 
and eggs going to go through the roof. Why? Because they want the pens to be larger for each animal. Now, I don't eat veal because I don't, I don't like the idea that they're sometimes hung or they're just kept in a box so they don't move so it'd be more flavor or less, more tender for me. I, I, no, thank you. So I do care about the animal. I raise animals um, to be eaten, and I love my animals, and I treat them well. However, what this is going to do, and California knows this, California did Proposition 12. It goes into effect today, and it sets the standards for sale of certain animal products in California. If you don't comply to California law, you can no longer sell any meat, chicken, eggs, beef, pork to California. And this this puts an enormous burden on the farmer. They say, if you want to live up to this, if you're a hog farmer, it will cost you $3,500 per head. Okay? $3,500. I don't know what my cows actually sell for, but I don't think they make that much. Uh, And I fed them all year. Okay? This is insane. This is insane. And here's what the, the problem is. Farmers around the country, because California has such a big population, they buy so much meat, the farmers are going, well, I could either go out of business by trying to comply and hope that I gain the business in California and other states that will probably follow this, or I'm just going to stand my ground. And they don't know what to do. And I'm telling you now, and I... I, I I know farmers, and I know the situation you're in, so I don't say this lightly, but if somebody doesn't take a stand, we're toast, because this is only trying to get it. This this bill is heralded by the uh, the Humane Society. They don't want you to even have a dog, okay? You, you can't say you're an owner of a dog. You think they're going to stop with this? And I, quite frankly, am tired of California dictating what I have to do. Mm. Yeah, because I mean, I always assume if you're a farmer, you're thinking to yourself, well, I could lose my business if I can't sell to California. But if I have to make these changes, I could lose my business anyway, because other states aren't going to want to buy. You know what? Take a stand in your own area. You might as well just take Take a stand in your own area. I refuse to sell to California. Because I'm not going to have California dictate to my farm. And if you start standing together, you know, the only thing it's going to teach California. Well, I don't even know if it will ever. Te- I mean, it's just just a slide into the ocean. I don't know anything that will actually turn California into a common sense place because everything's on fire and they still go down this road. Um, but when they can't get any meat. God bless you, California. Gee, I, no eggs, no chicken, no meat, no pork. Huh. Sucks to be you. That's why I don't live in California. Don't take your nonsense and your insanity and shovel it into my backyard. I don't live in California for a reason. 
And now they're going to give, what, free health insurance to all illegal immigrants? Lying! It's a lie! <laughs> Liar! It? Is it? They're going to do that. Ugh. And then we know what's going to happen. It was when they are on the verge of bankruptcy. Guess who bails them out? You do. You do. You do. No. My star is going to start pet. My, my flag is going to have 49 stars. <laughs> I am seam ripping one of them off. And it might be two. I may go back to the 48-star flag. The Glenn Beck Program.